0: Alright, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, or should I say, Breaking It Apart. Today we are doing another episode of our Breaking It Apart series for the show. Uh, Before we jump into it, I want to remind you, if you're not already, subscribe to Piecing It Together on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and a whole bunch of other apps. Um... We have a whole bunch of new episodes coming your way over the next few weeks. Um, I actually may end up with about four or five episodes in the can by the end of next week. So, uh, yeah, there should be no shortage of new episodes coming your way. So I think you should definitely get subscribed. You can rate and review us on iTunes. That would be awesome. And get in touch with us on social media at PeacingPod. We'd love to hear what you're thinking of the show. So with that said, uh, today we thought we'd get into the Halloween spirit and do a really freaking classic, like, iconic horror movie. And today we are going to be talking about Frankenstein. That's right, going all the way back to 1931. I think that makes us the oldest movie we've covered here on the show. Um, But as you know, breaking it apart means that we're going backwards from our usual format. And instead of looking at a new movie and figuring out what movies inspired it, we're going to look at an old movie and figure out what movies were inspired by it. And as you will hear as I get into the conversation with Chad Clinton Freeman, um, there are a million movies inspired by Frankenstein. Um, It was very easy to start coming up with a list because, I mean, this character is just so, so influential as far as to all different reaches of popular culture not even just movies um but you know what i will leave that for the conversation let's just jump right in to this special halloween episode of breaking it apart with us is chad clinton freeman chad how you doing
1: i'm doing great um how I, are you yeah
0: i'm good man i uh i i'm glad we're finally doing one of these we we've been talking about it since the beginning uh doing a uh breaking it apart or back then just a backwards episode but uh we're're right. we're doing one let's do it man. yeah
1: no, th- yeah this is a, a a perfect one i think um you know yeah uh, with uh halloween coming up uh definitely good yeah. to do uh iconic Horror. Well, not even just a a iconic horror movie, but really a a a horror icon, Uh, because yeah, you know, Frankenstein uh, is has gone way beyond um, just uh, the book or just this movie. I mean, Frankenstein is so ingrained into. Halloween in so many ways. So, yeah, this is... A, it really a, is. It's, really it's one cool of one. the
0: great... Yeah. One of the great characters in cinema all all, all over. And when, when I uh, put out the call, quick plug for our Piecing It Together, a movie discussion group, uh, but when I put out the call for if anybody had any suggestions, and you mentioned doing this, and also Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, we'll mm-hmm. do Texas Chainsaw Massacre eventually as well because that's a great one too. But today I think talking about Frankenstein is going to be uh, uh, perfect for... Getting into the whole Halloween spirit, and um, you know, as we do with these breaking it apart episodes, um, we we should start with talking about how influential it is on cinema. And like you were just starting to mention, I mean, th- this is really something that is ingrained itself in the culture, not just in horror, not just in movies, but in actual regular culture as well, um, going out into everything. The, the holiday itself I mean Frankenstein is a major part of
1: yeah yeah exactly I mean just walk into like a you know a dollar store where they're selling little <laughs> ripoff Frankenstein yeah. you know knickknacks and uh you know uh, pictures that hang on the wall and whatnot um and i love 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 Frankenstein Frankenstein's uh one of the characters uh, that um one of my favorite characters, uh, and I nice. actually collect Frankenstein items. Um, I have all kinds of Frankenstein stuff. Uh, it's just there's so many things um, about the character himself, and then also uh, the book and and the and the original. Well, ori- I say original. Uh, the 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 1931 movie is actually the fourth movie uh, based on the the Frankenstein novel. Um, wow! But it I was, didn't know that. You no, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other ones were silent movies. Uh, of course, the first one was being uh, was produced by Thomas Edison. It was like 16 minutes mm. long or something like that. Um, and so this was the first one though that actually had sound. Uh, right. And, and talking about the movie, that that's one of the things is that this movie predated the term for the genre of horror movies. I mean, this one really <laughs> kind of helped. Paved the way for horror movies they didn't they didn't actually coin that 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 term of the genre for like three or four years later. I think it was um wow so uh yeah and and then rewatching it i one of the things I had forgotten about was actually the um there's like a disclaimer at the very beginning where a guy comes out and addresses the audience about how terrifying this movie is. Of course, it's kind of a, a pad or a uh, pads in the runtime a little bit because it is a very short movie. I think it's like 70 minutes or something like that. Uh, but, uh, I mean, in, in many ways, it, it kind of helped pave the way for uh, exploitation movies as well as horror movies. Um, sure, sure, So, uh it was uh from what I understand it was the big uh box office draw of 1930 uh 31 and um mm-hmm. you know I, I think in you you had Dracula around the same time and I think uh Dracula and this movie really help uh like uh really usher in horror movies but I for me it was Frankenstein that really uh, takes the edge and I think it's the one that's more just Flat out iconic because this is the movie that created that look of Frankenstein that we all know and love. Um, It was, um, you know, partly. Uh, Boris Karloff, who played the monster, and then James mm. Well, who directed the movie, and then Jack Pierce, who did the makeup. It was basically their creation of what that monster looks like. And that's what everybody thinks of when they think of Frankenstein, uh, Sure. which uh, the way he looks is totally not at all like how it was described in the book or anything. So right, think, right. um, there's so many just like little things that just really came together for this movie that help it you know, uh, be just that iconic creature, iconic movie that, uh, we still, like I said, just ingrained into so much ingrained into movies, ingrained into Halloween.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All on right. Let's, uh, let's jump into our puzzle pieces. Then let's talk about the movies specifically that we think were inspired by Frankenstein. Uh, and I will let you go first.
1: Okay, well, there's a, a couple of movies that I love a whole lot that were um, inspired by Frankenstein, and I'm going to go with the easy one first that uh, it totally lays it all out there, uh, and that's the movie May uh, from uh, 2002, Lucky McKee's uh, independent movie um, with uh, Angela Bettis, uh, which uh, is a... Uh, young girl that um she uh doesn't fit in with into society and she wants to create the perfect uh uh friend and uh she it starts out as a like a dark indie comedy uh very Mm. quirky and then turns into like the last uh 30 minutes or whatever a bloodbath um yeah and uh there are a lot of movies that are, are are similar and and there are a lot of movies that that movie reminds me of. But it is a movie that I absolutely love. And uh, just getting to talk about it, I think, is... Uh, uh, w- this was like the, the first opportunity on this show to, to really talk about May and praise it. Nice. So uh, I was more than... Uh, happy to do that. Uh, There's a scene actually in the movie too, where James Duvall, uh, he uh, has a tattoo on his arm and he shows it. And it's a tattoo of Frankenstein. It's uh, like, obviously, you know, wears its inspiration on its sleeve. Uh, And and the character may, she uh, ends up basically, uh, uh, you know, we talk spoilers and uh, she cuts up people to make the perfect Mm -hmm. person. Uh, That's going to be her friend. So, uh, <laughs> again, uh, <laughs> I think there's a lot of movies that take that whole uh, piecing people together, which, you know, as again, Frankenstein works so well with this show as well. Because, uh, <laughs> sure. uh, uh, you know, the monster um, is made up of uh, parts of uh, dead people and... Uh, this whole new being is created, uh, with bits and pieces of dead. So, uh, it's uh, the, 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 perfect, uh, film to talk about with, uh, breaking it apart or piecing it together. And, uh, like sure. I said, May, uh, just being one of like my favorite movies of, of the last, uh, I was going to say decade, but, 2002 seems like it was, it doesn't seem like it was that long it feels ago. feels like it's this decade. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, definitely highly recommend May for anybody that hasn't seen it. Uh, and that's uh, one of the reasons that really I was excited to talk about that movie. Uh, it, to me, it's a very heartbreaking movie. It's a, a very funny movie. Mm. Uh, and also, there's a lot of good uh, gore in it as well. Um, it. it um, has um, um, Anna uh, Anna Ferris and uh, Jeremy Sisto? They're in it in bit parts, and James Duvall. So there's a lot of right. um, um, good actors in it, uh, but it still is one of those movies that's kind of under a lot of people's radar.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I'm sure I saw it, but it's been so long, I I, I almost forgot about it. But it it, it was a great movie, though. Um... And it's it's a great one to bring up to to start this thing off with because yeah that's totally and and uh, it's like a flipping the script on 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 the whole Frankenstein thing it's great it's a really cool one
1: yeah kind of kind of a mesh of of Carrie and Frankenstein uh, sure, sure and um which in a way Carrie's kind of uh, almost uh, I think probably Frankenstein inspired I think you know I think Stephen King in many ways is was inspired by Frankenstein with a lot of his, uh, uh, novels, uh, specifically Carrie, and then also, uh, Pet Cemetery. Uh, absolutely. So, uh, you know, any, any time, you know, some of the great themes I think of, of the story of Frankenstein, you've got, um, you know, somebody playing God, um, you know, uh, toying with reanimation, or science backfiring in some way, you know, um, yeah. you got, uh, uh, people not taking care of their creations or not thinking beyond just the creation part of what, uh, consequences are going to follow, um, Absolutely, you know, creating Absolutely. life and then abandon it, um, and uh, yeah. uh also even are that, all
0: themes that have come up over and over again through these puzzle pieces, I'm sure.
1: Right, right, exactly. And then best intentions, you know, not equaling necessarily the right thing. Uh yeah, there's mm-hmm. all these different things. And then also when you get down to it, there's also the the themes of uh alienation, uh with mm-hmm. the monster himself and abandonment and, and that's the thing like uh the whole uh the themes of abandonment and alienation that those are the big ones that like may and Carrie, that they really carry on their shoulders. And then with may, it just takes it that step further with actually going into, you know, the whole, uh, you know, trying to create a new person. So.
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, that, that's, that's a great one. Um, my first one more about, uh, more on the nose and then some of them, are, are more about themes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is more of like an on the nodes, uh, kind of a scene is specifically, but Edward Scissorhands, um, uh. with the townsfolk all, you know, writing, rioting against, uh, against the, uh, you know, the, the, the outcast and coming out with their, their pitchforks and fire and all that stuff. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just mainly, mainly talking about the scene more, more as a, uh, as a example of something that was so clearly, um, just right you know right on its sleeve inspired by by Frankenstein
1: no and i uh, that's funny cuz over scissor hands was one of the ones that i thought of too uh, tim burton nice. uh, actually is one of those people that i think um very inspired by uh frankenstein overall anyway
0: definitely um
1: i mean um you've got uh, the corpse bride which he actually you know directed and then you've got um, oh, nightmare yeah. before christmas Absolutely which um, at the, uh, he produced. Um, and then there was something else I was thinking of with Tim Burton. Oh, Frankenweenie. So um, Yes, yeah. Yeah, so obviously uh, Frankenstein is a, a big one uh, that uh, Tim Burton is kind of uh, inspired by over and over and over again. That's one of the, the things also about um, Frankenstein with the uh, – the exception of, you know, it being one of the first, was well, a precursor to horror. And then also it's one of the first, like, you know, creepy, big uh, house on the hill kind of movies too, where yes, yes. you've got the, the the creepy house on the hill and it's like always storming and raining, that sort of thing. Um, so uh, there are a lot of directors that i notice that are inspired by this movie and in in different ways uh some on a a more uh like you were saying on the on the nose and superficial kind of way but i think also ever sits her hands at the same time not just uh in in that aspect just the whole thing i think it taps into that whole what i was talking about of like um you know uh the whole alienated uh, person and uh, the person just feeling isolated and abandoned. Um, And also, you know, he uh, doesn't have the ability to speak like the creature as well. So uh, there's a a lot of things Mm -hmm. that uh, do tie it uh, to Frankenstein and tie, I think, Tim Burton uh, as a filmmaker Uh, to the film as well and i think there are a lot of filmmakers where the themes run over and over again in different ways and that and and again there's different aspects of it
0: sure yeah and you could even say tim burton and helena bonham carter's just as human beings as their look um
1: (laughs) (laughs) right influenced by frankenstein right yeah yeah, (laughs) frankenstein and uh and the bride yep
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. What do you, uh, What would your next puzzle piece well,
1: be? Well, since we mentioned Tim Burton, uh, that one of the ones that um, I think thematically likes to go back to uh, the Frankenstein, and that's uh, Ridley Scott, uh, which you probably have at least one of his movies on uh, your list. Sure. Um, with yeah. first off, there's Blade Runner. With humanoids, uh, I forget what they're called in the movie and, uh, but, uh, you know, you've got these, uh, artificial humans and, uh, yeah. just got the whole aspect of, of playing God and playing with science and how far, you know, does that go? Uh, and then also, I mean, the whole, the whole alien series has started to turn into that whole aspect as well. Uh, it doesn't necessarily yeah. start out that way, but that's definitely the way that it has gone in the last couple of films. And, you know, um, absolutely.
0: I, I had alien covenant on my list. Right. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause it is a story of, 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 a creator and, uh, and their creation going against them and, and them, them, uh, forsaking their creation and the other way around. And right. like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's totally influenced by that, that kind of Frankenstein story.
1: Right. Yeah. So I mean, and so definitely, uh, like I said, um, several, several directors influenced in different ways. So Ridley Scott is one of those. And one of the things that um, I thought was interesting, because, again, uh, when I was thinking about May, I I thought about uh, the movie Morgan. Which just came out a couple of years ago. Which that was Luke Scott that directed that movie, which is Ridley Scott's son. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. Uh, so uh, yeah, <laughs> which Luke Scott uh, evidently was second unit director on um, uh, Alien Covenant, uh, and that's how I put it together. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> uh, this ah. is his son. And so then I looked it up, and yeah, it is. So so Morgan uh, <laughs> was uh, another one of these movies where it was a uh, you know a uh, artificial human uh, that was created and then like you know uh they just they 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 don't teach it anything they don't um you know know what to do with it and it kind of uh backfires against them uh and i love those uh, those type of uh those stories uh, one, because they do remind me of Frankenstein, but then also at the same time, I just think it's a great uh, theme to explore in so many ways. Um, um, the the whole idea of just, you know, uh, people actually, you know, taking responsibility and um, trying to actually, uh, you know, the consequences, you know, dealing with the consequences of what they actually do, whether it be science or whether it just be, you know, whatever, just having kids in general. Uh, there, there's there's so much there to just think about and, and, and explore, uh, which one of the, the other movies that I love that uh, I had on my list is the movie Chappie, uh, which I think... Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's very I, I, I
0: totally was thinking about Chappie yeah. too. And there's very yeah. very much uh <laughs> the,
1: the scene that um in in Frankenstein where he uh sits down and like has this bonding with the little girl that very much that reminds me of the moment uh in Chappie where where Chappie's like you know he he feels like that the whole world's against him. He's just been attacked by like these uh, kids who think he's a cop. Uh, and he's just like totally just devastated. And he has this moment where this dog comes up and, you know, he pets the dog. And that moment right there just reminds me of that scene with the little girl, of course, the scene with the little girl goes tragic. Totally, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I hadn't thought
0: of that. I hadn't thought of that exact moment, but yeah, no, that's a, that's a great parallel right there. And yeah, Chappie is one I had forgotten to write it down, but I had thought of it um, when we first discussed doing this Frankenstein <laughs> episode. Right. Um, and we we need all the chances to uh, talk about Chappie.
1: I, exactly. Episode, that's so. that's the other thing that I yeah. was like when when <laughs> I, I thought about this show, I was like, you know may and Chappie. anytime we get to talk about these movies because these are movies that i just absolutely love that i could watch a hundred million times yeah. that uh oh, i wish yeah. more people would watch and enjoy and love and understand but yeah Chappie yes. uh totally uh you know because with it, it, chappy his, his whole thing that he's like you know did you just create me so I would die? You know, that's his whole thing. His right, whole question right. to his maker is like, what what's the point? <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: And I think, I think a lot of people and- miss that nuance to, to the character. Um, and, and that there, that there is a lot going on behind beyond the, uh, the uh, what, what are their names? The the rappers oh. uh, Diantward, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, uh, be, beyond all, all that comedy and stuff, you know that there's a lot going on with with the Chappie character, right? A, a lot of people miss that, right? Yeah. Right?
1: Right? <laughs> a, a, again, I mean, that's the thing is that like, I mean, uh that a lot of the things that just parallel Frankenstein. With uh, the creation of, of why 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 create life? You know what what exactly is the point? Is the point just so that you mm-hmm. can do it? Um, and if yeah. you do it, then you have to follow through. And if you don't follow through, there can be consequences. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, there's so many different just uh, parallels to to Frankenstein. Um, Cool, But uh, I think also, uh, again, I I think in many ways Chappie's kind of uh, feels influenced by a lot of some of the Ridley Scott stuff too. And then also this kind of pulls me back to another movie that I was thinking of, but that's RoboCop. Um, And uh, Chappie's definitely influenced by RoboCop. And I think RoboCop's influenced by Frankenstein as well because you've got the same things here. Uh, any time though, when you're, because uh, I was thinking about this, you got monsters and creatures, mm-hmm. zombies, robots, uh, just science <laughs> experiments, uh, mad scientists, and artificial humans. Any time that you're doing dealing like with any of those kind of like uh, ideas in a movie, I mean, you're generally like it. It, it goes back to Frankenstein, basically um
0: absolutely and that's it's science gone wrong. yes
1: exactly and that's so <laughs> many like so many so many movies um and not just going oh, wrong yeah. but also just like well going in it, not nurtured yeah yeah not nurtured <laughs> and and also it going in its own having its own free will uh you know yes uh, yes yes and um
0: well that that's actually that's that's a great setup, actually, for my my next puzzle piece, um, to talk about free will and talking about science, um, free will, w- w- which is X Machina. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, free will definitely. <laughs> <No. laughs> yes, yeah, exa- exactly. exactly. Yeah, like X Ex Machina. Yep, exactly. Yeah. X Ex Machina, though, yeah, and that's a that's a great recent example too. Also, another movie that I love to talk about as much as possible, but uh, but yeah, about about talking about. Uh, creating something and not knowing what it is going to want and not 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 caring about it right. not not um not, not thinking about what its needs are going to be right just creating it for creation's sake
1: yeah no yeah exactly and then and then there's uh, you know to 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 make it exciting there's always the it turning against you know and yes. uh, becoming something dangerous and sinister of uh, and even if it's not i mean like that that's the beauty of frankenstein is that he is he's brought into the world he's given nothing and that's the thing the the movie's a really quick movie and it like goes from it escalates very fast it goes from okay here he is to the mm. next moment that was like oh, man, he's bad. And, uh, it, you know, it's so, like, predated because right, it's such an yeah. old movie and the, this is the way the movies were back then that it doesn't really, like, transition from this moment to that moment. It's, like, A right, to, to, right. to Z. And then the next scene's A to Z. Uh, so um, I think, though, um, with 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 that, though, it's able to cram so much into such a short runtime as opposed to some of these other movies that really they hit on the one theme and it's drawn out over the course of the, of the, of the movie Uh, like X-Machina, for example, where, you know, with it, you've really got the whole um, like process of, you know, this new creation um, like it's learning as, as the characters are learning about it and it's, we kind of see it growing in you know, the runtime of the movie or, or it's thought press process evolving and, and it learning what it wants or what it wants to do and becoming its own person. So, um, yeah, yes. that that's uh, definitely one of the cool things about that movie is that how it can really just take one of the themes of the movie and kind of stretch it out uh, over uh, the, the the whole course of the movie. Uh, but yeah, uh, definitely a, a, a great one which I I did have on on my list. Uh, it seems like there's there waves of these kind of Frankenstein inspired because if I'm not mistaken, Chappie and Ex Machina that came out at about the same time. Um, And then also Morgan is also, again, about the same time. These are all about, like, you know, two, three years ago. Um, And then another one along the same lines was uh, The Girl with All the Gifts, which is um, a zombie movie. Because, again, like I said, zombies, robots, all these different things, these basically creations or reanimations, um, all these kind of tap into that same area. Um, but The Girl With All the Gifts is another great one that has kind of been under the radar the past couple of years. Uh, it was more of like a, an indie-made um, movie that I don't think got like a major like theatrical release or anything. But uh, it's uh, it's one that I definitely recommend as well. That's, uh really, really good.
0: To go a little more mainstream from that, uh, I actually because you're talking about zombies. I actually had written down zombies in general, mm-hmm. uh, just as a movie concept and the way that zombies are portrayed on screen. Uh, obviously, zombies were a thing with uh, with voodoo right, and all that, right. but the way that they're actually portrayed on screen, and then especially I, I had Night of the Living Dead as a, as a specific example um, of uh, you know the 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 being in, inspired by the monster of, of Frankenstein. Um. Right, yeah,
1: and I had the, ninety of the living dead has is, gone as a- Yeah, the way he, yeah, the way absolutely. he, especially the way when he first uh, shows up, and he just kind of stumbles about, and you know he doesn't talk, and he he grunts and groans, and he he, he even yeah. like reaches out with his hands because it's like he he yes. he, he doesn't know he doesn't know what he wants and he doesn't know what anything is, but he's kind of like trying to like feel his way about, even when he's just sitting there and he like, they open up the, uh, the top of the castle and he sees the sun and he's like trying to reach out to the sun. Cause you know, I mean, he's, he's a baby. Yeah, He's a baby. He's a newborn. And so, yeah. you know, uh, he's just kind of, you know like a like a puppy or a kitten or a newborn baby just kind of trying to figure out what's going on um exactly and 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 yeah that whole those arms stretched out and the kind of walking very slow dragging that definitely is uh what uh george romero took uh with the zombies and then um has totally you know with nine eleven dead uh totally like reinvented zombies like you were saying there was the whole voodoo thing before that but uh yeah yeah total uh totally totally inspired by uh frankenstein though um sure and um but speaking of speaking of zombies though and i mentioned pet cemetery but pet cemetery is is one of the ones also uh you know cuz it's in a totally different way about tampering with reanimation because it doesn't have to do with science. And then it doesn't have to do with like traditional zombies. It's one of those where, you know, there's some sort of supernatural where you bury the people in a certain place, then they're going to come back. Um, And just that whole concept though, of if you bring, uh, you know, something back, it's going to be different or it's going to lack things that we normally have as a person now here's the thing is that with frankenstein we don't even know though as viewers of this movie if he actually was a fully functioning person because again he's a newborn baby so we can't even judge but they instantly judged him and assumed Mm -hmm. that he was mean and so, uh, in, in in many ways, that's the thing. Is that for me, he's he's the most sim- like sympathetic, like monster and bad guy in any movie ever. That's one of the things too that I love about him. He's sure. so just sympathetic. Um, he's instantly yeah. just judged. Him and then King Kong, basically, it, it, it's, you're <laughs> yeah. born, and then like I think. The, they said he's like a couple of days old or something like that when they actually bring him out, and it's like so at day yeah. two or three, you're being judged that you're bad, and then uh, getting chased right. around with with fire and getting whipped,
0: <laughs> which I'm yeah. sure. D- yeah, that's what that's what makes him, that's what makes him and King Kong both such no great e- characters exactly exactly they're both oh, yeah. so misunderstood. No, there, there, there
1: are a lot of parallels with with King Kong. Definitely with Frankenstein, for sure, and I think um, <laughs> you know um, you. You we go into directors. Uh, that's another episode, but uh, inspired by King Kong. But oh yeah, for uh, sure. to bring up another one though that's uh, inspired by Frankenstein, who actually Clint, like constantly has even said this, and that's uh, uh, Guillermo de Toro. Who obviously, uh, Shape of the Water, uh, obviously creature from the Black Lagoon, definitely with the way it looks and many aspects of the creature. But Frankenstein also was one that you can tell was uh, inspired that movie because you know the the creature not having the ability to you know communicate uh, and and still being able to communicate. Uh, again, it goes back to the scene, like I said, with the the little girl in Frankenstein. I think, uh, in a sense, Shape of the Water, that, that whole um, relationship uh, with the creature um, is sort of like if you took that moment and kind of made it into a movie. Um, mm. So, uh, Shape of the Water, and then also I think there are aspects about Hellboy... Um, that are also very Frankenstein-inspired, especially, I think that was really a way of those saying, okay, I really want to make a a creature that is totally like a good guy, but people still think he's a bad guy. And so... um,
0: Also, um, I just just looked it up right now just to make sure if I was correct about this, but he was supposed to direct Frankenstein for the Dark Universe.
1: Right, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, he clear- and that was something he had been wanting to do for a long time. Um, yeah, so clearly he he loves his Frankenstein, which totally right. makes sense. I mean, yeah, right. that that runs through all of his stuff. That that's totally Ex- his exactly kind of, uh,
1: thing. Yeah, well, yeah. and then also because one of the movies that I had thought of uh, was the movie Splice, which was a very disappointing movie that um yes i was it loves, very excited but it was such <laughs> a
0: great idea but it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> i
1: was so excited for that movie but i was so disappointed with it but anyway that was one that he had, had produced um which i didn't even realize that at the time i was just looking because i splice was one of them that i thought of uh again just you know science going wrong um and uh uh, again, though, it, 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 this is one of those movies, and, and like we were just saying, uh, King Kong's one of those as well. The, it just kind of run, the theme runs through in so many ways with so many different directors, and, and it's yeah, at yeah. many different levels as well.
0: Sure, absolutely. Um, so, I obviously we don't like to when we're when we're doing these kind of an episodes, we don't want to talk sequels because duh, um, but we can throw in a parody every once in a while. And I wanted to mention <laughs> young Frankenstein,
1: right? Um,
0: yeah. So, uh, but yeah, young Frankenstein, one of the, one of the great movies, like of all time, really, when it comes down to it. And uh, yeah, uh, it's so good. So freaking good. I, 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 and, and here's the thing. this is Influential, uh, I think.
1: No, 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 totally. <laughs> totally. Cause here's the thing is as a kid, that was the version of Frankenstein that I actually knew first. Um right right like, I think it, too. Because it like came on TV and stuff. And I remember yeah. I was so excited too when it would come on TV. And I loved 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 that movie and like I had an early bedtime so like I never like got to finish the whole movie. Like i get to see like 30 minutes and it'd be like bedtime or now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So <laughs> um but, yeah, I mean, that was actually the version of that and then the Monsters, the TV show. Those were the monst- those were the versions of Frankenstein that I actually fell in love sure. with first before I actually saw the actual Frankenstein movie. Because, you know, of course, back then, I'm talking about before even VHS tape. So, I didn't even have the opportunity to see Frankenstein until way later. I actually um, would check out uh, books from the library, though. There were books on... Um, all the different monsters and stuff. And it had like uh, uh-huh. uh, pictures from like the movie. Uh, but yeah, the young Frankenstein was the version that uh, I, I, I was introduced to Frankenstein and yeah, no, it is a great movie. It's a, it's like a, a great parody and it's just a great movie in general. Um, yeah. It really a, is. Again though, that, that shows you though, the, the, the brilliance of the, of like this, original movie and how it can be morphed and distorted. Uh, Cause along the same times, you've got also the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, sure. You know? Uh, and again, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, you know, uh, th- th- we don't really want to get into all the different s- sequels and spinoffs and rip offs and parodies and all that thing. But there are some movies where it's just like, we just have to go there.
2: <laughs> and yeah, I think, yeah, absolutely. with young
1: Frankenstein, Frankenstein, uh, Frankenstein, however you say it. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Rocky Hart picture show. Uh, those are the two standouts, but then at the same time, uh, I, I did already mention Frankenweenie cause, uh, temper mm-hmm. that, that one's a classic sure. as well. And, uh, uh, Franken hooker is also another great one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nice. Um, oh, oh, and not only that, uh, uh, Blackenstein is a great one as well. A lot of people, <laughs> they know Blackula, but they don't know Blackenstein. Blackenstein, I actually I prefer over Blackula.
0: Wow. I don't think I ever saw Blackenstein. <laughs> I I knew that it was a thing, but I don't think I've ever actually seen it. Oh, that. it is
1: so good. It is so good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was also going to say uh, Gene Wilder, uh, uh, Dr. Frankenstein kind of entered his entire comedy shtick moving forward from there. Um, right. that, that seems to be his, his, uh, his whole thing of, of the buildup, you know what I mean? Which is so perfect for that character, but uh, it right. was also a big part of, of, of his whole identity.
1: Well, and there. that's the thing is like, we we've, we've mostly been talking about themes and whatnot. And then like, I mean, you did mention like the whole uh, torch and pitchfork scene. Uh, the other though, like uh, it, you just made me think of it. The, the very, very iconic scene and moment is the whole it's alive, uh, scene, yeah, which I yeah. think is, that's totally like, like, you know, taking on a, a life of its own, um, in so many ways. And the one that always, uh, I always think of is weird science, uh, with mm-hmm. that. And then, I mean, weird science in general about them, creating this woman of course i the the science in that movie totally makes less sense um frankenstein but
0: uh yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) but awesome (laughs) no yeah totally
1: totally and and again i probably saw that movie before i actually saw frankenstein too uh (laughs) so that's that's the that's the thing is that like um i if I remember right, and it's been a long time since i seen, I know the song in the movie had the It's Alive in it, but I, th- I believe that uh, they, they were like watching that or something. It's a time that they were uh, like, if I remember right, they were scanning photos into the computer or something uh, to create um, The Ideal Woman. And I think the, the Frankenstein movie was playing in the background, and there's a whole It's wow, Alive, nice, It's Alive nice. scene plays out. If I'm not mistaken, That's but it's probably been at least 30 years since I saw that movie. <laughs> it's one I need to rewatch though.
0: Absolutely. Um, so I, I, I have another one that kind of goes back to like a, a lot of the same things we've been talking about, but uh Jurassic park, mm-hmm. um, an- another, another creature that, that we bring the dead, bring back from the dead for the wrong reasons, basically. And, uh, but it's a different kind of one. So I definitely wanted to include it here. Um, but also in, in the more recent entries of Jurassic park, the Jurassic world movies, uh, we're getting even more on the nose of being influenced by Frankenstein because it seems like uh, the direction they've been going is uh, like, Oh no, we've used parts from all these different dinosaurs. And, <laughs> and that's, uh, that's what's leading to a, a more uncontrollable creature, mm-hmm. you know? Um which uh yeah so
1: <laughs> yeah de- de- definitely uh and then that like the whole the whole uh you know going back to the original jurassic park the whole like um you know monologue with uh, jeff goldblum the famous part about you know uh we didn't think about i, I forget what it is but we-, we didn't think about if we should We only thought about if we could, or I think I said that backwards, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. That whole thing. I mean, that's, that's, that basically sums up, you know, uh, Frankenstein. It's like totally uh, uh, something, you know, taken from the whole idea and concept of what the... Frankenstein movie is, and uh, uh, totally, and I hadn't seen the most recent Jurassic Park, but if that's definitely the Jurassic World, I saw the the first Jurassic World, but not the second one. But if that's the direction they're kind of yeah. going in, then I definitely have to see that I think I'd. Uh,
0: yeah, it's unfortunately unfortunately not very good, but uh, <laughs> it, it's it's uh, it's it's an interesting direction to go. I just wish that they uh, did better things with it, but that's that's right. another story for another episode. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, what what would your next one be?
1: Well, I have a couple. Uh, I have two um, trilogies that I was thinking of that actually have, okay. I think, uh, different um, elements borrowed or in ideas borrowed from. Uh, and and these are both ones that I'm glad to to bring up, and I bring them up all the time. But <laughs> the w- yeah, one is the oh, uh, the recent Planet of the Apes trilogy. <laughs> Which, of course, oh, okay. uh, uh, War for the Planet Aids, one of my favorite movies of the past several years. Um, yeah. So in it, you know, you, you've you just got the whole thing of, of science, uh, you know, people screwing with shit, not <laughs> really knowing what they're doing, yeah, not thinking yeah. about what's going to happen next. And then it kind of just blowing up on them. Um, and then, uh, the, you know, there, it's just overall the thematically and it's kind of stretched out over all three of them, I think. Um, and then at the same time, uh, Zack Snyder's, uh, Superman trilogy, uh, there are many, there many, there are many, <laughs> there are many things <laughs> and in many ways. Um, uh, not only doomsday himself. I think is very much uh, Frankenstein but I think Superman also in general I think uh one with Man of Steel you've got um uh Superman being very uh alienated and uh, misunderstood um and uh kind of he has this kind of sense of abandonment and then uh in the second one uh, like I said you've got uh, the whole Doomsday character uh, and then, of course, in Justice League, you've got the uh, bringing him back to life. Uh, there's the resurrection of mm-hmm. him, and is he is he is he going to be all there? Is he? Should we do this? And you know, of course, there's even the great um, line. Uh, well, the repeated uh, it was a joke with uh, the Flash saying, uh, you know, we yeah, have well, we can bring him back, but is it going to be Pet Cemetery? And then when he comes back and he's pissed off and right. you know he's not quite right, he's like Pet Cemetery. So <laughs> um, I think definitely um, in ma- in many ways, uh, and and that's probably something that I could have dived into deeper with both of these trilogies, but I just was like, you know there's definitely thematically a lot of things uh, related to frankenstein um like i said the frankenstein is just so i think ingrained in so many ways that we don't even have to like without intentionally even being inspired or influenced by it it's just kind of there sure you know, absolutely especially when you're dealing with uh like these uh, certain themes
0: absolutely and by by the way, uh, for everyone listening, we will be doing a breaking it apart on Superman, and I'm sure a solid thirty minutes of that will be Chad just talking about Zack Snyder. So uh, <laughs> you guys, you guys wait for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, I I actually only um, have one more, um, and it, it's sort of sort of okay. a joke one, but um, but I did actually write it right. down. Um, it, and I hadn't thought of it until we first started this episode. But I wrote it down as you were talking about padding the runtime uh, with with the with the warning right. at the beginning. That that got me thinking. If we were to ever finish our MC Random and Jewish Dave movie, Project M, uh, we could totally do that to pad the runtime a little bit. And then it got me thinking, wait a minute, Random is basically my uh, monster. And I am Dr. Frankenstein in a lot of ways. And I think that even shows up in some of our skits as well. Uh so some of the skits right. on the album. I, I'm usually a mad scientist of some sort. And uh I have <laughs> I have usually I am playing both uh one of the monsters and the scientist at the same time. I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm usually just flying by the seat of my pants when I do that stuff. But uh uh yeah, I'm usually making these murderous uh rapper monsters that kill everybody and uh yeah, I'd say that I'd say right. that I am inspired by Frankenstein myself. So there we go.
1: <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, Project <laughs> M coming soon to a
0: theater near you, maybe.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, well, I would definitely say that I, I am influence-inspired and love Frankenstein in so many ways. So, yeah, if we were to ever complete Project M. Yes. Um, but for those that don't know, that is a, uh, a mockumentary about um, MC Random and Jewish Dave, mm-hmm. uh, kind of uh, – a, a just silly uh, biopic um that um we shot quite a bit of stuff on and uh don't really have a uh a, a story or anything <laughs> which of course is a, you know supposed to be a documentary so i don't you don't need one but uh, okay well <laughs> i get, i get, i guess uh i guess we we could say uh it is a a a, a pring- well it's definitely it would be if it was ever finished, pieced together and patched together like Frankenstein. Oh yes, the
0: so. movie itself as well. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> which, <laughs> which,
1: which. By the way, um, uh, one of the, one of the things that I I thought of though with that little intro, the the little warning thing at the beginning, is um, uh, I thought of a couple different. Um, Uh, movies that uh, also big loves of mine and the way that they were marketed Uh, and that was the original way that they marketed and uh, even the trailers for uh, Wes Craven's I Spit on Your Grave Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, uh, Blood Feast, uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis's movie. Herschel Gordon Lewis's Blood Feast was the first one I believe that used the whole it's only a movie, it's only a movie and then of course I Spit on Your Grave uh, Wes Craven took that idea and and that's the one that everybody always thinks of with the it's only a movie trailer um and 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 speaking though of wes craven uh he had a movie back in the 80s and it's a really cheesy movie but i really love it uh called deadly friend it's about a a, 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 a like a computer nerd teenager who uh his neighbor is this beautiful blonde girl and she like dies and he like puts a computer brain in her in her in her head or something I, I, I can't remember exactly I never saw this It is it's, it's great I love it D- Deadly Friend yeah. Oh <laughs> and there's a scene in there though where uh like there's this mean old lady um I can't remember like what what or or how it happens but it's like like She's like the mean old lady in the neighborhood that, like, if you were playing basketball and the ball went in her yard, you don't want to go get the ball. Right. That type of thing. Um, and so I, there's something to do with the basketball, and and um, it's Christy Swanson who plays the the girl, mm-hmm. the robot girl, and she actually throws the uh, the basketball at the old lady's head, and just like the head explodes. It's so great. <laughs> It's not one that people uh think of uh, Wes Craven's uh, better films but I I love it. Sure. Um uh and then um I I uh let me see. I'm trying to look at my list here to uh, hit on some of the ones that I just wrote down. Again, some of the 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 more modern updates on Frankenstein uh just to mention uh there was the I Frankenstein movie that everybody hates that I actually enjoyed.
2: I never um, did see that.
1: Victor Frankenstein. Uh, Victor Frankenstein that everybody hated, but I actually enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Van Van Helsing, which I didn't love, but I thought was, you know, fun. Yeah, I thought that was and pretty I think fun. everybody hated that one as well. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I And, uh, oh, 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 yeah. I was just watching the other day for the first time. Uh, the Beatles movie, Yellow Submarine. Mm-hmm. I uh I've never seen that before. I don't know why, but I just never had. Yeah,
2: I don't think I ever did
0: either. Uh, I, I mean, may- I probably did when I was a kid at some point, but I certainly don't remember actually watching it.
1: Yeah, I remember as a kid, I was wanting to see it so bad, and then I don't know, I just never got to see yeah. it. But uh, I was just watching that, like, because it's on Amazon. Uh, it showed up on the Amazon, so I was like, oh, I never watched this, so I put it on, and I was watching it. There's actually a scene in there where uh. uh It's this is such a weird trippy LSD influenced movie. Um uh Frankenstein's in the movie at one point and he like I I don't remember exactly what happens, like I think he's like sleeping and then he wakes up and he like drinks something and then he turns into John Lennon. So I thought that was cool. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice That's great all well,
0: right odd uh, um, you want to uh, wrap it up at that do you have any last ones you want to, uh, you want to mention? well
1: yeah actually because uh i I was thinking TV shows and 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 here's the thing Game of Thrones um there's a, there's a there's a there's quite a bit of influence with Game of Thrones uh, that's uh, Frankenstein related um, i I think that's one of the things in when I was rewatching uh Frankenstein just last night uh, with my girlfriend, Melanie, um, when they first show the, the, the castle, uh, Melanie mentioned game of Thrones and not just like some of the, some of the exterior look like that, but then also you've got uh, two, two characters, the brothers, the mountain and the hound. I think they're very much influenced uh, by Frankenstein. Um, and uh, the, the hound, he's, 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 uh, he's afraid of fire he was uh burnt um, uh his face badly burnt and scarred when he was a kid um and these b- both of these guys are like humongous like guys they're big like hulking like frankenstein guys and then the the other one the mountain he uh actually like like dies and they like bring him back and then he's like this weird like creature um they, they're just like these big massive like killing machine guys mm-hmm. uh and they're very much uh inspired by by uh frankenstein and then also other tv shows uh, american horror story sure, you've got yeah. the whole uh season with coven and um evan peters of course was like patched stalled together brought back to life um and then uh, the other one also was Hemlock Grove, which Hemlock Grove, you've got a uh, big um, scary house on the hill where all the crazy science experiments happen. And then you've got uh, these uh, different creatures and, and, you know, just... Science stuff going on that shouldn't necessarily happen, and the doctor not taking you know responsibility for what he's doing. Sure. So, those were the the three uh, big TV shows that I thought of.
0: Very cool. Well, right on. I, I think that's a good place to cap it. We got a, a, a pretty huge list of uh, of, of movies and oh, TV yeah, and stuff here. Um, so I still haven't figured out the way that I'm going to. We do the finished puzzle on piecing it together episodes of what we're going to call breaking it apart uh chris uh cranock had suggested the the puzzle box but i don't know maybe we might do that but Mm. uh, but uh so for our final list here um i'm gonna try to go i think i wrote down everything we discussed but we'll see if i if i miss a few you could throw them out there but uh we've got may We've got Tim Burton movies, specifically we had mentioned Edward Scissorhands and Frank and Weenie and a bunch of others. Uh, Ridley Scott movies, specifically Blade Runner and Alien, especially the most recent ones. Uh, Morgan, Chappie, Robocop, Ex Machina, uh, The Girl with All the Gifts, uh, zombie movies, uh, The Night of the Living Dead, uh, Pet Cemetery, as well as Stephen King in general, Shape of Water, as well as Guillermo del Toro in general, uh, Splice, Young Frankenstein... Rocky Horror Picture Show, Frankenhooker and 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 Blackenstein, Weird Science, (laughs) Jurassic Park, uh, the most recent Planet of the Apes trilogy, Zack Snyder's Superman trilogy, of course. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, The marketing of I Spit on Your Grave and Blood Feast and movies like that, uh, Deadly Friends, TV shows like Game of Thrones, American Horror Story, Hemlock Grove, um Yellow Submarine, uh, and then some obviously Frankenstein uh Frankenstein updates like uh I Frankenstein, Victor Frankenstein, Van Helsing. Mm. And last but not least, uh Amster Jewish Dave and our mockumentary Project M. Uh as well as us ourselves are influenced by, by uh, Frankenstein,
1: and the and the piecing it together podcast. Yes, and the piecing <laughs> it together
0: podcast itself, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, obviously, like like we started this off, and like like all the the point of the the breaking uh, breaking it apart uh, 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 theme. Is that these are movies that influence so many things, and it's such a big list of movies. It's so clear to see that this is something that uh, has such wide-ranging influence all throughout popular culture. Um, is there any other, uh, you know, closing thoughts you had about about Frankenstein?
1: Uh well one of the things I thought was interesting cuz I was uh just doing a little looking uh evidently like when the, when this movie came out it was very very controversial mm-hmm. and um there were two scenes that actually I guess got cut at uh, in a lot of states and I think uh I think it was Kansas like would not even show this movie <laughs> <laughs> um but uh the scene where the uh he throws the girl in the water you know the girl drowns. Uh-huh. That 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 scene, or oh the, yeah, I've heard the, that the scene before, yeah. after where um, he, he the, the dad's carrying the girl into town. Uh, those were cut, I guess, in a lot of uh, places, and then also um, after. He creates the monster, gives it life, and he says something about uh now I know how God feels or something like that. Mm-hmm. I guess that was another scene that got cut. Um so it was a very controversial movie. This predated uh like I said, not just the 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 genre of horror in general, but also predated any type of um you know uh mpaa rating system or anything like that sure so uh it was a totally uh you know very very edgy at the time um and probably i i i'm guessing did scare the hell out of some people um yeah, it's sometimes you know, hard it's we sometimes look hard at this to th-
0: put yourself in the shoes of, of what right, was exactly. so scary and edgy at a at a time like that. But yeah, I mean I guess it must have been fucking crazy <laughs> to to see something like that. Right. Yeah. It's, right. It, it's interesting.
1: <laughs> I mean, we've made we've made so many leaps and 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 bounds as far as like, you know, science that like something like Jurassic park is like, we're it's not even that far removed oh, from yeah. what we feel like is possible. Yeah. But at the time, you know, it, it probably did blow their minds. So. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. All <laughs> well, right on, man. Yeah. This was uh this was a lot of fun talking about Frankenstein. I, I, I think it was a great suggestion, especially with Halloween this, this month. And like I said, we'll probably end up uh, squeezing in that Texas chainsaw one as well. Um, because uh we gotta do more horror movies, so <laughs> why not right. right these are such influential <laughs> movies um so uh just to close it up, you wanna plug anything
1: well, uh do got uh Wizard Fest coming up. Uh, It's coming up November 10th and 11th in Ironton, Ohio, which is in Southern Ohio, which everybody's always like, well, where is that? Even people that live in Ohio, they're like, where is that? (laughs) So uh, (laughs) anyway, it's a small little place in Ohio, uh, in the tri-state area of um, Kentucky, West Virginia, Ohio. And right now we're ramping up with the the PR and everything. Um, It's just an event. It's uh, inspired uh, by Harry Potter and the whole world of Harry Potter. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun with all kinds of things uh, from a zipline that people can actually ride their broom on. <laughs> um, and uh, a, a big uh, wizarding ball with uh, you know music and, and live acts, um, basically uh, burlesque performers, things like that. Um, and, uh, there's going to be, uh, all kinds of animals, um, like petting zoos for exotic animals and, uh, like, uh, uh, presentations on, uh, reptiles and different types of, uh, snakes and creatures like that. Uh, so basically anybody that likes, you know, the whole worlds of Harry Potter and the Fantastic Beasts movies, um, this is an event for them uh and we're first time first year doing it and it's just uh seven of us putting it together uh, people that are you know fan of um the, the whole uh, some people the books not me i'm not a book person but the movies and the books um so it's gonna be a lot of fun uh hopefully it's it it, it goes well six, six, six as it but uh right now just pushing that so yeah definitely just want to plug that right now. So, uh irontonwizardfest.com. Awesome. Um go check it out. And it's on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff as well.
0: Sounds awesome. I I hope it goes well and I hope I can go next year because it sounds like it's going to be a really fun event. Even though I'm not a big Harry <laughs> Potter guy. I mean, it just sounds like all the all the stuff you guys got planned sounds like it's going to be really fun.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. definitely that's the thing is that we want it just to be fun anyway like even if you like people don't even care about harry potter just something fun that's like kids of all ages fun for the whole family interactive educational um you know uh again lots of animals that's that's there's gonna be wolves and camels and all kinds (laughs) of stuff it's gonna be it's gonna be cool
0: Harvey thinks it sounds like something that he would uh, be a, re- a really great attraction. <laughs> at. Is Harvey invited? If we, could, uh, if we could get him out.
1: Well, I, it, it, people have asked if dogs, if they can bring their dogs, but I, I think we, we like, I think we need to not have dogs just because yeah. there are going to be so many other different animals. I just don't know what's going to mix. Yeah. But well, yeah, Har- Harvey um, would just be an amazing. attraction.
0: Yeah. He, he would be an attraction. Right. Well, right on everybody. Go check that out. Uh, check out the website. What was it again? The website? It's
1: Ironton Wizard Fest. I R O N T O N Wizard Fest.
0: Awesome. Great. Well, right on, and uh, we'll be back talking to you pretty soon here with another Piecing It Together episode and another Breaking It Apart episode. So uh, thank you again, Chad,
1: for being here. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. Because the world needs another movie podcast. The GeekCast Radio Network presents for your listening pleasure, The Cinema Geek.
3: Hosted by Amanda, Kevin, Matt, and Dan.
1: Each week, we dive headfirst in the landscape of movies as we discuss movie news, play movie games, go in-depth on reviews, and even have a top ten countdown or two. Also, don't miss our director retrospective series, where we review noted directors' movies film by film. Bottom line is, if you love movies and love podcasts, you need to experience The Cinema Geeks. You can find us on iTunes, Block Talk Radio, or geekcastradio.com. All
0: right. I hope you enjoyed that breaking it apart episode on Frankenstein. Uh, like I mentioned during the episode, we're probably going to do another one really soon here on Texas Jane Saw Massacre, keeping it in the Halloween spirit. Um, but yeah. I think it was a really fun conversation with Chad Clinton Freeman, um, and I am sure he'll be back soon for a regular Piecing It Together episode as well. So with that said, I want to remind you all you can rate and review us on iTunes. That would be amazing if you would do that. Give us some five-star ratings and give us some comments. We want to hear what you're thinking of the show. Also uh, follow us on social media at Piecing Pod and join us on our Facebook group Piecing It Together, a movie discussion group. So, with that said, I think we could close up. This episode and you know what I'm gonna leave you with I don't usually play my comedy rap stuff on here because it's pretty uh terrible and offensive but um you know what we were just talking about MC Random and Jewish Dave and about how sometimes I kind of play a Dr. Frankenstein like character as well as a Frankenstein monster type of character as does my buddy MC Random um So, you know what? It makes sense. I'm going to leave you with MC Random and Jewish Dave's Murder on My Mind from the Songs in the Key of Murder album. And uh, don't worry, we are not really murderous monster rappers. Or are we?
2: (laughs) What have you done to
3: them, Doctor? With one push of this button. I can make them do whatever I want.
2: You mean like mind control? Exactly.
3: And once I do have them under my spell,
2: I will make them murder everybody. I went to the doctor, told him I was ill, told him that my mind loops, voices, kill, kill, kill. Couldn't handle myself, so I killed him. Tucked him, I threw him in the office garbage bin. walked out of his office with a grin. Oh shit, there's
3: some murder. Drain your blood through your main vein. Fuck coming on a bitch's face. I'm coming on their brain after I murder. It's really my favorite thing to do next to rapping and fucking and stuffing bitches like duckets It's murder. Bitches give me what I need. Stick my dick to the mouth to the ass the mouth just like a human centipede. Murder. Slice your head off with no hesitation. Record the screams and then Post them up on Reaper it's murder. This verse is getting out of hand, but I gotta finish it good for my motherfucking fans and murder. You better like a page on Facebook, or else the next time we go bitching, you might get your fucking face hooked. Murder, do this shit till I'm rotting in my grave. That's what some motherfucker said you ran up into you Murder on my mind, murder on my brain.
2: Go insane when I hear the drums bang, murder on my mind.